Hi, campers. Welcome to Museum Camp. I'm Megan. I'm Madison. Welcome to our mini-sode, Immature History. That's right. It's immature. It's tiny. It's so, so tiny. Um, I I do not have a Wikipedia article. And I'm not going to read to you the title of this article because it just gives it all away. Okay, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) Margaret Howe Lovett had loved animals since she was a little girl. One of her first memories is being given a book about a talking cat by her mother when she was just a child. It sparked a lifelong fascination with animals and how they communicate and led her to becoming a key part of a NASA-funded experiment in the 1960s. Oh, no. (laughs) Margaret explained, quote, it was a story about a cat who could talk (laughs) and understand humans, and it just stuck with me that maybe there is this possibility. Was it just Garfield? Can you imagine being inspired by Garfield? <laughs> uh, yes, I am every yeah. day. Yeah. Every, every time I eat lasagna. <laughs> <laughs> Unlike most children, Margaret didn't grow out of dreaming about one day communicating with animals. Her dreams came true at Christmas in 1963 when she was living in the Caribbean island of St. Thomas. Margaret's brother-in-law mentioned there was a secret lab at one end of the island where they were carrying out work with dolphins. Unable to resist, Margaret, who was just 20, had to drive out there to have a look, and she was greeted by Gregory Bateson. He was the director of the lab and was instantly impressed by the young woman who had marched up to him and told him she wanted wanted to be involved and would do anything she could to help. He allowed Margaret to observe the dolphins and write down everything she observed. Despite having no scientific training, she was skilled at spotting animal behavior and her place in the study was secured. Margaret remembers vividly what she saw the first time she observed the three dolphins. She explained, quote, Peter, Pamela, and Sissy. Sissy was the biggest. Pushy, loud, she sort of ran the show. Pamela was very shy and fearful, and Peter was a young guy. He was sexually coming of age and a bit naughty. Is she going to fuck this dolphin? When Margaret first met the trio of dolphins, they were housed in a sea hole below the lab where they could be observed daily. Funded by NASA, the scheme was to determine whether or not the dolphins could be trained to understand and speak English. But scientists were determined to get a closer look at the creatures and came up with a bizarre plan to watch them in everyday life. They, along with Margaret's help, transformed an ordinary home into a domestic dolph- dolphinarium? Dolphin? Dolphinarium. Dolphinarium. Mm. I don't know. By flooding it with knee-deep water. <laughs> that is not a word I've ever seen before. <laughs> I love the idea of somebody's house just like flooding and then just saying, you know, it's just a dolphinarium now. Yeah. You know what this house <laughs> needs? Dolphins. <laughs> that would solve the, the flooding problem. <laughs> yeah. This meant those working on the project could live with the animals and observe them 24 hours a day. And as Margaret's, 
<laughs> and as Margaret spent more times with the more time with the majestic creatures, she formed even closer bonds with them, especially Peter. Gross. <laughs> she, explained, <laughs> she explained, quote, Peter liked to be with me. He would rub himself on my knee, my foot, or my hand, and I allowed that. I wasn't uncomfortable as long as it wasn't too rough. In the beginning, I would put him on the elevator and say, you go play with the girls for a day. It was just easier to incorporate that and let it, let it happen. It was very precious and very gentle. Peter was right there. He knew that I was right there. Margaret claims this became a regular part of her studies as she tried to teach Peter to speak English. She added, quote, it was sexual on his part. It was not sexual on mine. Sensuous, uh, yeah. perhaps. Yeah, you're projecting for sure. <laughs> Saying that it's not sexual, but then adding that it was sensual is not good. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah the thesaurus has a bone to pick with you. <laughs> it would... Uh, quote, it would just become part of what was going on like an itch. We'll just get rid of that. We'll scratch and we would be done and move on. No, I was there to get to know Peter. That was part of Peter. The lab had been created by American neuroscientist, Dr. John Lilly, who had been studying large brain marine mammals for years. He hoped his experiment on the uh, Caribbean island would enable the dolphins to make human-like sounds through their blowholes and enable them to communicate with humans. Dr. Lilly secured NASA's financial backing as he felt it would enable the understanding of other intelligent <clears throat> life forms who use a different form of communication. However, what had started as an innocent experience became embroiled in scandal by the time it closed down. <laughs> I so ugh. what was the title of that? Was it oh um yeah, hold on, hold on. Scrolling, scrolling, scrolling. <laughs> Woman admits she had sex with a dolphin as part of NASA funded scientific study. <laughs> so sorry, everyone. And she just not do that. Right. Could you, hey, could hey, you just could you? not? Yeah, it is. And can I just say, it is so easy to not have sex with a dolphin. Can't stress that. It would not be easier. (laughs) Um, Yeah. Gross. All right, what you got? Um, Well, mine is from Wikipedia, and I was really blessed. Um, Okay, as a side note, so I, I. bragged last podcast about all those cool books that I got where I was going to get inspiration for amateur history. And today when I was like, Oh, I need to find an article. I was, (laughs) I was eating white cheddar popcorn. And so my hands were too cheesy to be flipping through a book. (laughs) So I just went on to Wikipedia. (laughs) Yeah. That's how it always happens. It's a real problem. Um, I went on to Wikipedia and this was on their front page. Oh, and it really, I think, uh, called out to me because you know, I love art history. Um, and so this is the Wikipedia <laughs> article for the statue of Heracles in Arcachon. Arcachon. Okay. I don't know. It's France. Um, 
<laughs> the statue of Heracles in the Parc Moresque in Arcachon, Gironde, was installed in 1948 to commemorate the actions of the French resistance in fighting German occupying forces during the Second World War. The nude statue, sculpted by local sculptor Claude Buscau, stands 10 feet tall and depicts the ancient Greek hero Heracles after defeating the Nemean lion, which weird way to commemorate World War II. Just to, sure. But some yeah. guy who had nothing to do with it. Literally wasn't a part of it. Not at all. Uh, on two occasions <laughs> shortly after its installation, Buscow reduced the size of the statue's penis following complaints from local women. <laughs> the statue's complaints. penis. Yeah, complaints. The statue's penis has frequently been stolen, and in 2016, the city council decided it would not be replaced permanently, but that a temporary penis would be installed when public events were held near the statue. (laughs) (laughs) A temporary Um, penis. Yeah. (laughs) It's so good. Uh, So the city sought to commemorate the efforts of the French resistance during the Second World War. Um, the sculptor was asked to design a sculpture to stand in the city's Parc Moresque. Uh, he proposed two reliefs depicting the figures of victory and resistance together with a fire bowl, uh, which I feel like makes slightly more sense. But the city rejected this proposal as too expensive. He instead proposed that one of his existing works, a statue of the Greek hero Heracles, be erected. Oh, so, no. <laughs> first of all, erected is such a funny word for that even though it's you know the correct one and i love that he was just like okay well if you don't like my idea that you just asked me to come up with i guess we can just use one that i have in storage <laughs> so, good. so good uh the 10 foot high marble statue depicted heracles triumphing over the nemean lion the first of his 12 labors which would stand for the allied victory over nazi germany sure Uh, Mm -hmm. The statue had been completed by Buscow in Italy before the war. Great. And its model was an opponent of the fascist dictator Benito Mussolini. (laughs) Oh, boy. So we're doing great here. Oops. It depicts Heracles naked apart from the pelt of the lion, which he wears on his head in the manner of a cape. His right hand his right hand holds behind his back the club he used to daze the animal while his left hand holds two snakes. The Heracles statue was approved and inaugurated in the park on August 22nd, 1948. Soon after its installation, Buscow twice reduced the size of the statue's penis, following complaints from local ladies that it was too large, despite <laughs> Heracles being regarded as a symbol of virility by the ancient Greeks. Now, here's the thing about the patriarchy. I just... Like, <laughs> there's so many so many routes that i could go here so Mm -hmm. one local ladies complained that it was too large i feel like here's the thing either the patriarchy is um like mind controlling them (laughs) or like local ladies is actually insecure men yeah or or it was just local ladies who saw that their husbands were deeply emotionally (laughs) scarred by this yeah (laughs) and they were like hey it's hurting my husband's feelings it's hurting my husband Mm -hmm. yeah (laughs) um (laughs) so the (laughs) this last part just truly kills me 
the penis of the statue has been stolen and not recovered on numerous occasions, which is so <laughs> funny being like to steal a penis before you make the like, so someone had to like chisel it off. <laughs> Incredible. So good. When it, and I love to think that there's just like a cache of like stolen marble penises. <laughs> Um, when it was stolen in June 2010, it took until January 2011 for a replacement to be installed. By 2016, the mayor's office had a mold of the penis <laughs> from which replacements were cast. <laughs> In 2016, the mayor said or stated, quote, I wouldn't want anyone, not even my worst enemies, to go through what happens to this statue. (laughs) (laughs) And the absence of the penis caused embarrassment to the council during some ceremonies held at the statue, which (laughs) like it's. It's so funny to think that they're like embarrassed because the penis is missing, but it would be also really funny to have like a really formal, serious ceremony. And there's just this <laughs> giant schlong. <laughs> just like right at eye level. It's yeah. so funny. Yikes. Uh, so in 2016, it was decided by the council to not replace the penis. <laughs> Instead, a detachable penis was fabricated and it would only be installed during public events held at the statue. The deputy mayor, Martine Felipot, was inspired to commission the detachable penis by her medical background. (laughs) She noted, quote, we chose the option of making a removable prosthesis, which is placed on the statue before each ceremony. It's the only way to avoid constantly chasing after his anatomy. (laughs) Is it? Here's the thing, like, they have the option of just putting it in a museum. (laughs) Then no one can steal this poor statue's penis. Um, (laughs) The detachable penis was made by Thomas Castlenow, an artist employed by the city council. Can you imagine that, like, commission briefing? (laughs) (laughs) Uh, The penis screws into the statue... When it is absent, only a thin metal rod remains. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. I mean, worst art heist of all time. (sighs) The worst, but the best. (laughs) Well, and here's the thing. Wikipedia, if you're listening to this, the the image and we that know they have you of are. the stat we know you are. We, <laughs> the image that they have of the statue is just the pedestal that it's on. Show the penis, you cowards. Where we want to see it. We want to see. I know. I obviously looked it up and I forgot I was on my work computer. Whoops. <laughs> <laughs> it's fine. Um, anyway. Anyways. Um, wow. Well, everyone, thanks for tuning in. We're so, We're so sorry. sorry. <laughs> <laughs> and we'll see you next time. See you next time. Bye. Bye. What the fuck is wrong with you two?
<laughs> what the fuck is wrong with history? That's right. It's just woman fucks dolphin statue. It's repeatedly <laughs> castrated. You chose to cover these topics. <laughs> Somebody has to. Someone has to do it. The entire time, Megan, you were reading that, I was like, this woman better not fuck that dolphin. <laughs>